0: All right, here we go, and we are live. Good afternoon, everyone. Hopefully, everything is well. This lovely and luckily for us sunny Tuesday. So, and for those of you on YouTube, thank you so much for being part of our journey here and allowing me to use this as an archiving moment. Archiving moment. Please subscribe and click on that bell so that every time I put a video up, you get notified. And it's so been a video. Hello, everyone on Instagram. Louise, good afternoon. Good seeing you. Love my work in vid, says Mark Jenkins 85. Greetings indeed, sir. BMW Gang Gang. <laughs> Interesting N54. Decent engine, by the way. DB. Good seeing you. JG. Oh, J Green. Good seeing you. Lord Squeegee. Good afternoon. Stay safe in Cali, says Miss Jeannie Kelly. Are you still in Texas? Jeannie, we miss you out here, but we're staying safe. You see, I'm solo in the back of the shop catching up on a bunch of stuff. Hello 5.0 Felix, good afternoon. Greetings Ben Wells, hey Johns. Norway's in the house, courtesy of Broad Vic. Good afternoon Danger Doyle. Hello Hacko Dave, your odyssey is crazy. Yeah, that's the odyssey right there. Just sitting down on bags on the floor. How am I doing? Says B.O. Acker. I'm doing well. Using this opportunity to create a lot of product and come up with some cool stuff. Is this live on YouTube as well? Reggie, I haven't, and I probably should do that next time is do that live. But what I'm doing, Reggie, is I'm, I'm recording what we're doing now, and then I put it up on YouTube as an archiving moment. Hello, Chad Haven. Thanks for the kind words. Love my build, says that blue 67 stang. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Hawaii is in the house. Malta's in the house as well. Um, let's see here. How do you achieve the deep whistle? Broad valve noise says boosted E92. And I was just talking to Reggie about this earlier last week. It is courtesy of a Turbinex blow-up valve, and if you need it, let me know. DM me here, and I'll give you a smashing price on one. There are very few left. Um, Am I putting a turbo on the LC500? I haven't decided yet, but this thing is fun. That's the LC500 right there, 2020. Barely any miles on this thing. I'm gonna do a review and put it on YouTube, showing really the the amazing performance of this car. Now, just like the van in front of it, it does have a V6, and also a 3.5 liter, but the difference is, the Lexus is rule drive and has the great opportunity of being a hybrid, so you have your opportunity to eat your cake and have it too. Meaning you have electric motors to give you immediate torque and the launch control is awesome. Yes, this coupe has launch control, which is pretty cool, right? Do so you get advantages of the petrol, miserly function, we're using EV. You get the advantage of not having to plug everything in, you don't have any range anxiety, it's very luxurious, the leather interior is beautiful, it's a great car, so if you as 305 Jaden says, love my videos. Want to see it, go on YouTube right after this. Go to the BC motor page, subscribe, and hit that notification bell so every time I put a video up, you can see it. Hello, Sam. Hello, AJ. Good seeing you. Any new updates or come from bills or media coverage says Fox Designs Inc.? So Fox Design, yes. So I'm going to, forgive me on YouTube because you can't see it, but you can probably see a little bit. So Fox Design helped with that gold boxman right there, which is pretty much the Hot Wheels, um, it's a beautiful Hot Wheels vehicle and Motor Trend is coming to shoot that so we're gonna do it very safe very distance I'll keep the car somewhere they disinfect disinfected they'll shoot it so we have some good media coming there before when this is lifted it'll go over to to Mattel which is pretty cool Shingami good seeing you 919 CG Frenchie good afternoon good afternoon as well E46 M3 fun cool name Showtime 67 thank you so much hello Supra boy UK here, courtesy of Zero down. be safe out there in the UK. New follower here, where am I from? I am from Nigeria, West Africa. Came to the United States to study engineering. Ended up staying and building a ton of cool cars. I'm a chemical engineer, but I put my opportunities into everything automotive. And now my facility is in Ontario, California. Are you able to build a carb engine specifically if you don't know, if any in Cali? Yes. So AJ Thompson, we did something very unique and the first build, was done for the founder, one of the founders of Oakley. And this is the 3.8 liter, yes, 3.8 liter Stroker First Gen NSX NA1. And that setup, we had the opportunity to make it street legal, make over 300 wheel horsepower naturally aspirated and it passed emissions. So that was pretty exciting. On a turbo front it can be done as well, but it's a little bit more involved because of the, you know, the bar and all that good stuff and carb. Nowadays the best bang for buck in terms of performance and emissions is EV, and that's what we have with the 935 that's over there that I'm playing with as well. Is that AMG? Is that MG Hammer? You have a good eye. That thing is a very rare one, and it's here to do some mods to it, so it's pretty exciting. Frederick, courtesy of South Africa, thank you so much for joining us. Haven't seen your minivan in a long time, well There it is. Seeing is always glory. Just chilling. <laughs> do you still have any stock of anything in the Honda D16ZC engines? zc or z6 so for both i have intake heat shooting gaskets for the zc single cam and the twin cam zc and also d16 z6 um we also have some valve springs in stock i think i have a few camshafts still um pistons rods quite a bit the gamut's there hello sb machine shop i owe you to come see you soon i have the cayman on a lift right there you know the weird thing about this Social distancing it allows me to come to the shop by myself and then start pulling things apart. <laughs> so I will get this head out and send it to you, SB, so you can do your magic to it. Eh? I have the K24 Odyssey, nice, very nice. You're my guru, says Original Spatin. My motivation many years. I finished motorsport engineering in Oxford Brooks after I saw your builds with Hondas and Super Street 11 years ago. Keep up doing. Thank you so much for the support. I'm, I'm very happy to be there for you to help push you along, because when I came to the United States and I wanted to learn about cars, a lot of people didn't want to help me. Even today, as I play around a little bit in EV space, a lot of people kind of standoffish, which is kind of weird. But one individual, John Concialdi, founder of AEM, took me under his wing and was there for me. And that's why I do this today. I'm here to be that person that you need and to be that person I needed when I was younger. So if you have the opportunity to pay it forward, original spotten, do it. Be there for other people. That Mercedes, in back is really nice, really old school. Saw me on Netflix. Thank you so much, Blend Boss. I hope you enjoy the show. I need single jingle parts, too. Let me know what you need. If I have some, I'll be more than happy to do it. Are you going to be at a shop this weekend? I am here almost every day. This is my way to get away. But with social distancing, I don't interact with people in here in the facility. Naughty, Mercedes BC. Amen. How are your arms so big? It's natural. See that? No. <laughs> I don't know. I used to work out a lot until this. Social distancing, so now all I do now is get my cardio in as I work working at the shop, do a few exercises that I can do without using weights, using body weight, and then eating properly. Wife cooks very well for me and it's, it's great. Hey BC, love your attitude, your presence in the car world. I want to learn to tune cars. I really don't have access to a dyno, any advice? Yes. Sindri, very simple. There are classes you can take both online, and there are also classes that you can take well, we used to take it digitally, but EFI 101, um, Horsepower, Horsepower Academy, <laughs> sorry, they have the opportunity for you to go online and read and learn how to tune firsthand. So you don't necessarily need a dyno. I didn't have a dyno for many years. I started tuning as far back as 1994, and I did not have a dyno until 2005. But between that time, I was able to tune my own car on the track, which is pretty cool, eh? Hello, Zero my pleasure indeed. Jason, good seeing you. Hello, P Car Market, thank you for joining us. Um, have any great tips for front-wheel drive racing, drag racing? Yes, don't make the mistake I made on national television by taking a front-wheel drive high horsepower car and running on a street track with street tires. Slick down. So here is what, something that's really good with front-wheel drive drag racing. First, there are opportunities to go extremely fast. If your class allows you, or if you're just doing wrong with your brung racing, You can use a traction bar, which is also known as a wheelie bar, to help prevent weight transfer to the rear to keep adhesion on the front tires. Running slicks is very key. You don't have to launch crazy, it depends how much power you're making. And what's really interesting is that physics works against front wheel drives. So when you launch, the weight transfers to the rear, your front end wants to lift up. So what I have done in the past is use very soft springs in the rear to help absorb, have a, a traction bar in the rear to help keep that weight plant it to the front and not let it transfer very easily to the rear and run relatively stiff springs in the front as well i do everything from slick um tire temp- tire pressures of wow five and a quarter to six and a half so yes you need to take a lot of air out of those slicks to get it going and if you need more let me know and i'm here to help eh just to let you know you're a massive inspiration says louis DeCrez. for me i strive to achieve what you have thank you so much and Anything I can do to help you get there, please let me know, I'm there. Hello, Shell, good seeing you. Thank you so much for joining, I really appreciate it. I have an idea, says I'm ACH1 for a new project call. I'm all ears, sir. Greetings from Maryland. You're my inspiration, that Nigerians do it better. Thank you so much, Di Build. There are a lot of Niger people in Maryland. I went there, I think last time, three years ago. It is, I don't know what it is. Where I'm from is tropical and it's hot. So you would think we'd spend time in Florida, or hawaii nigerian weather especially in the south where i'm from is very akin to what you see in hawaii why do they go to maryland where it snows i don't get it anyway i'm in socal the closest thing to what we have here you know where are you located i'd love for you to give the tips that uh, for my r33 gtr v-slick build i'm in ontario california bad bunny i love the lexus ls500 did you customize the lights or those oem so this is actually an lc500 so that's bo- this thing is bone stock, with very very few miles on it, and I'm gonna do a review on this, put it up on YouTube. So if you haven't subscribed, please, when we're done, head over to the BC Motor YouTube page, click on the subscription, click on the notification notification bell, and every time you I put up a video, you hear it, little bing and you can go, BC Motor just posted a new video, and I'm putting up stuff like this. I'm putting up EV stuff, I'm putting up some BMSs, I'm putting up dyno stuff, I'm putting up builds, I'm putting up crazy stuff, more than I can do here on Instagram, eh? Do you have any book that you read that, about cars you could suggest? So it depends. If you're talking about building vehicles, as in horsepower, I can go old school to David Vizard, How to Build Horsepower Volume 1 and 2. Now, if you're talking about how to build newer cars, how to put cars together, wow, it's really try and error. There are no books really that I read. <laughs> I had to kind of figure things out myself, but let me know what you think. When will you release it? Came in Twin Turbo so we can buy the setup. Says we just want to drive. I don't know because typically what I do is I have people bring it here and we build on it. So having a kit available is kind of weird because what if people don't install it properly? How will you tune it? We just want to drive. Send me a DM. Let's talk about that. Um, I cannot travel to tune, but if it's about just building kits for people to put together, I'm down to do it. Just the tuning aspect is something that I can help you with. Unless I send you, sell you something like a Flash or an um, uh, AM Infinity that can plug and play and so on and so forth. And you also need to consult with your local uh, municipal opportunities to see if it's legal for you to do that. Because most of the crazy kits I do here are for off-road use only. What do you think? Do you think this will be over by SEMA? I don't know, High Class Custom. I mean, we keep getting these lift dates of May 1st, now May 15th, and we keep pushing. As soon as we can find antibodies that can put this at bay or find a better way of really managing this, it's very possible that this may continue. But I'm preparing for SEMA. Um, Unfortunately, I think Fox Design talked about this. I went from four cars to now one. (laughs) So I was going to build four SEMA cars this year, and now I'm going to build one vehicle as we speak. Just, Just... to make sure and, and to do it well. So that being said, I, I really don't know, you know? Can I come by your intern at BC I want to watch you and learn the best and I would work for free, super boy. Send me your resume to lab, L-A-B, at lablab.bcmo.com. You never know. And if you do a smashing job, we would absorb you. How do you set up a front traction bar to be effective? Very simple. No, Most traction bars that I set up on our front-wheel drive setups are really mushy. I have rubber in factory. And what I do is I tend to pull it, the wheels as far forward as possible and have it completely locked. And this is what I do on cr and EFs. And then align accordingly to whereby I have, you may think this is crazy, I have about a quarter negative camber. Okay, quarter degree negative camber. So when I launch, my wheels straighten out. And my toe, I have it slightly toe-in. So when I launch this one, my toe comes out I go straight. One thing about drag racing is that what is the enemy of performance is any type of friction or I should say tread that may take away from you going fast or going straight, any kind of scrub. So you want to minimize scrub as much as possible. Even though street setups may be okay for driving around the street on drag racing, anything that makes your slick scrub will in turn slow you down. What are your recommendations for a Mazda H22-A? I have a 95 Prelude VTEC that I'm building. Boost, by all means. Turbocharging charging is absolutely amazing. Super 80, that is the way to go. I'm missing so much great stuff, you know. What's the most favorite engine you would build next? From a petrol perspective, I would say it's the M96 Porsche engine. And why do I like that? Because most Porsche guys throw them away, <laughs> which is crazy. They think they're rubbish. But since I came from Sport Compact, what we did and continue to do in Sport Compact is... If you do have an engine that has shortcomings, you don't dispose of it. You address the shortcomings and build it. If you have a D series that cracks sleeves, you sleeve it. You have a K series that has a tension that goes out, you put a solid one. If you have a Prelude H22 engine that has a hydraulic tensioner, you put a solid one. You don't throw the engines away just because of slight shortcomings that were overlooked by the manufacturer or as you push it wasn't intended for it to be that robust. So. The M96 engine is one that's very interesting. The heads flow amazingly well. And you guys know what I mean and what I how I feel about head flow and how you can make so much power focusing on the head and its its associated components. For power, the head is key. So cross-sectional area on the M96 is better than any air cooled out there. That's why on a water cooled, air cooled setup, you know, it's air cooled, water cooled right? On an air cooled engine with the same turbo components as water-cooled, the water cool makes more power with the same amount of boost. And the head pent in the combustion chamber is absolutely amazing, amazing squish. The challenge is you have an intermediate shaft, which you have options to upgrade that. You can dechunk the sleeve, which you have options to now resleeve. It. I use GoNego to do that. And then valve springs tend to break after some time. Some of these engines are almost 200,000 miles. You put some piece of motor valve springs in there and you're good to go. So that being said, all these shortcomings are addressed. And why do I like it? Because that engine is almost like gardening. It has... Five timing chains, um, I think four tensioners. Um, it has these pneumatic hydraulic assemblies that are kind of pseudo VTEC, and then there are two of them. And then you have to put one side of the engine together, and the other side, you kind of have to slide a piston in with a long pipe, put in the pin, and then put in the clip. It's very meticulous. It's a very involved build, and I love it. So that's my most favorite one. Next is, I'm starting to get a really big knack of these electric motors so I love installing these Quay ATBs into them I'm going to test the power plants playing around with stuff from our good friends in karma why wow, wow. it's great Gregory from Dominican Republic good seeing you thank you so much for joining why do you where do you find inspiration for your builds Greetings from Ukraine dr. Yaki I'm kind of weird um, I tend to think out of the box so sometimes in a, from a styling perspective I would look to the old for something new as you may have seen, I did something with a 935. I looked at that. I looked at the Gozi team in terms of, you know, styling and and, and livery. When it comes to engineering technology, I just like to think out of the box, and solve problems. A big problem we have in California is, we love going fast, but emissions are very tough to explore. So that being said, what's the next thing we can do? How about a performance EV that's faster than anything I have built petrol based, and is absolutely amazing and completely legal in california so that is finding problems that exist and giving solutions to address them dublin's in the house courtesy of hhp media keep up spreading the knowledge much love hassan thank you so much for the kind words indeed i really appreciate you sir what is my favorite car i kind of divided that into three groups my most favorite car which is absolutely one that's so recognizable is that little minivan right there that's a 1029 horsepower honda odyssey It was the most popular van or vehicle I've built for many, many years until I built the electric car, which is now getting close and surpassing it. But that thing has a hot wheel, it's amazing, it's so much fun. It's almost like a useless car in terms of adhesion because it makes so much power, it just blows the front tires away. In any gear. you can just smoke it, it's pretty crazy. My second one, because it's just an amazing drive and has really revolutionized how I think about cars, is the K3V of the electric pink, um, pink and gray Porsche. I love that car. It's so amazing to drive and i have been working on it today. And one more vehicle that I like only surely because, I guess it's a split between the two, because of enjoyment and also it's scaring people is that blue 911. My blue IROC that DDE drove recently, that thing terrifies the media, <laughs> so that being said, because I just like looking to look at people's faces when they get out the car, oh man, it's just it's amazing. Anyway, thank you for asking that great question, Kukunga, Kukunga? it's you indeed. Any experience with the Mercedes M120 engines? Asked Chevrolet. No, I have not had the opportunity to play with that at all, you know. What's your opinion of Subaru engines? I'm thinking of getting a WRX. I love boxer engines, period. Flat fours, flat sixes, I love them. Extremely balanced, I like them very much. I love WRXs too. The one thing is that when you start pushing them, you would then tend to find the weak spots. Spin spinning bearings, cracked manifolds, gearboxes, differentials, If you plan on doing 360, 400 or lower, you're good. It's great, it's a great setup. Um, For a long time in California, it was a very incognito car, which were very fast, and the cops didn't know how fast they were, and you can get away with a lot of things, but nowadays, people have kind of messed it up. If you plan on pushing the car even further, it's so expensive, you might as well just buy a Porsche if you want a flat engine. (laughs) Oh my God. May 2020, Car and Driver Reader asks, why aren't turbos electric? It mentions Benz, AMG, and Land Rover, and they have in line. What is the benefit? And we'll see more soon. Yes. So, still cab, turbos are electric. You, they do exist. As a matter of fact, my friend's at Dynapack. I don't know if you guys can see my dyno. You guys can see it on YouTube, but right here. It's my dyno right there. So, Scott, who's a Dynapac, works for the company, and you can hit him up. Um, definitely look, look up Dynapac and Dynapac USA. They're in NorCal. And he actually sells these electric Superchargers or electric turbos. So it, it is in the aftermarket already. It just hasn't been absorbed By the performance community yet because a lot of people haven't gone super fast with them yet Not that they can't it's just that people haven't embraced it yet hmm? Superboy88 is asking what are my thoughts on, on meth injection? I love it. I really do Especially if you're in a region where you don't have access to easy E85 it was the technology used in World War II when it was a bit of a challenge for planes to get access to good fuel. So it was a way to have an anti-knock agent with poor performing fuel. Fast forward today, we now use it for turbocharging and even high performance natural aspirated high compression setups. And what it does is that it takes advantage of two things, the cooling of the water methanol and the the caloric content of the ethanol in the fuel, or the methanol, sorry, in the fuel, on the spray. And what I tend to do is I tend to use, depending on how much power, a nozzle, I use AEM units, of course. A nozzle that's about six inches away from the throttle body, pointing away from the throttle body to help me really atomize very nicely. And then I use the controller, let's say a boost application, to determine when it should come on and then wean itself to maximum flow. So the good thing about the AM controller, it doesn't just dump a bunch of water math into your system. It does a great job in allowing the opportunity to have a progressive opportunity for you and my blue 911 that dde drove i have two 500 cc nozzles in there i make 850 horsepower on 91 octane in that 75 911 and i use water methanol as my way to allow me to have more boost more ignition timing more power and stay safe so that's what i've done and i love it it's great now i'm gonna end up probably redoing that system because i have now the opportunity to figure things out my goal is to remove the water methanol kit and do a flex for setup with the AEM um, so I can run any combination of ethanol and gasoline and stay safe. Saw my face on Netflix, says Barshawn Hayes. Thank you so much, I hope you enjoyed the show. Is the new Type R motor better than the K20 in boost applications? Yes, it's, it's a pretty good engine. The K20C is pretty good. For natural aspirator, of course, you take away the turbo from the K20C and it's rubbish. So it depends on what your goal is. But yes, it's a superior engine, definitely. Especially when you can push it back to the factory. What are your thoughts on the Kia Stinger? Looking for a sporty family four door daily? That's a perfect one, Texas Holyfield. The Stinger is a very beautiful car, courtesy of Kia. It is very involved. You, you may find this interesting. B.C. Modern Engineering had a hand in the engine development for that power plant, for that V6 power plant. So, a little, little backstory. And I, that's all I can say right now. But above and beyond that, the Kia Stinger is a beautiful vehicle, very European in design, extremely reliable, and the opportunities are vast. Many people—it's a sleeper. Many people don't even know what's going on. They sleep on that car. Do it. If you find it appealing, it's a beautiful car indeed. You know. What are my thoughts on titanium rods, Superboy? We talked about this last week, but I love them. They're very lightweight, very strong, fairly expensive, but you have to be very careful when assembling or building them, because titanium has the propensity to gall and catch on to other metals. So that's why you see a well-designed titanium rod will have some kind of flash welding or some kind of other material that's on the big end and small end so it won't catch on the piston or the crankshaft but they are amazing now they're not impervious to knock so if you're going to misbehave and have a bad tune it can still break but the weight and strength is amazing it's akin to aluminum without taking the big bass of an aluminum rod and much much lighter than a steel rod which in turn gives you better acceleration for the engine and makes your car much much faster you know Jason Watson asked a good question. How about hybrid tuning? Is it possible to build a hybrid car and how would you get there? Yes, it is. And that could be a Tech Tuesday to itself. Here are two things. Of course, you have to decide how you want to do the hybrid. Are you going to do an integrated motor assist where you have an axial motor that exists between the engine and the gearbox? Are you going to do a separate motor where you use a different setup, like let's say a Tesla drive or one from a Karma to power the rear or the front or vice versa? Are you going to do a combination where you have all... Your strategy will determine what you do, but no matter what, you need two key elements. An engine management solution to be able to control the petrol engine and a controller that can work in tandem with that engine management solution for the EV motor. And that is very important. Your range will also be determined on how many batteries you have and the kilowatt hours that are available to you. You have options of either having a plug-in hybrid where you can charge up the battery and consume and use the petrol engine to do it. Or you can be very clever And never plug in, use your petrol engine as a generator, and use that to propel. So it's so many options, but how would you get there? You need a controller and engine management solution that can talk to each other, ideally through can, and you need to determine what battery you use and size and the intention of the call. So I hope that helps. John Cash says, you love my work. Thank you so much. Hello, says Amir Far. (laughs) <laughs> long name, hello, I love your electric Porsche, man, it's so special, I know how to design and, and tune the body of cars, so if you need help, I'm always ready, sir, thank you so much, Amir, that means a lot to me, I really appreciate that, indeed, nice, Lexus behind you says, Dietrich trick, 21, thank you so much, I'm going to turn it so you guys can see a little bit better, this is a 2020 LC 500H, it's a hybrid, performance hybrid, and it's really, really freaking cool. Makes over 350 horsepower, has a 3.5 liter V6 combined with electric motor, which is pretty cool. It's a lot of fun and very luxurious and the design cues are amazing. I'm gonna do a proper review on YouTube, so if you haven't subscribed, sir, by all means, head over there to YouTube after we're done. Look for BC Motor, subscribe, and definitely press that button for notifications. My first car, as Marv BMX, my first vehicle that I ever drove was a Peugeot 504, for those of you who may know what Peugeots are. The first car I ever owned I'm glad Duran's not here because he'll make jests jest at me Is a Nissan 200SX The first car I ever raced was my 88 Honda CRX Definitely go said Afternoon BC, I hit a wall with my build, with my trigger setup What type of setup would you recommend for an NA high RPM coil unplugged build? Definitely something that has high resolution Something that can incorporate hall sensors and something that can become quite robust. So, what I would do is, and if you need help with that, I can help you source this, is a 50 minus two, that's decent resolution, a lot of European cars use it, and most modern day Japanese cars use this as well, 50 minus two crank trigger with a hall sensor, I have hall sensors in stock here as well, and you can use a single, or multiple, single's easier, but a single multiple cam pulse, and hall cam, hall crank, that's what you should do. The resolution is absolutely amazing, if you are challenged where you don't have the capability of running a single cam pulse for TDC, you can run a 60 minus two as a batch setup as well. But you'll notice that your idle won't be as smooth and you consume a lot more fuel. But it can be done. So by all means, a trigger, haul haul, 50 minus two crank, and if you can, I highly recommend it, a single cam pulse. And you use a single cam pulse even effectively, especially if you choose a good engine management solution, to even do cam control if you have that capability, you know? Malcolm is asking, when are you going to build an all motor B series? Actually, I won't. That is really kind of an old technology, and with the cross sectional area of the head, it's limited. Um, I was part and parcel to a B series that did extremely well years ago with Leslie Durst, and she got to run 9.7s all motor. Um, but, and that's before all this craziness they're doing now. But I- I'm really not interested in running a B series all motor setup. So um, it's something that I don't think you see. Hello, John Roach, long time no see, sir. I hope you are staying safe. Ghosty Focus was my favorite generation of Honda Civic. It's kind of split between the 10th gen and believe it or not, the EF. So I love the EFE, of course, because I've owned like tons of those. I've owned like three of them, but I love them, you know? Superboy80, do you prefer AM Infinity or Pro-EF5 for management or a Super planning on running E85? I definitely prefer the AM Infinity. It's much more advanced. The processor is much faster and the support is superb. Don't get me wrong, pro EFI is cool, but they just don't have the support and the, the microprocessing speed that the AM Infinity has. So by all means, you will not go wrong I run infinities on everything. Let's take a count of how many cars just in my garage area. that have infinity, that have AM components. One, two, three, four, five, six. I have six cars right in this area that has it. That's how much I believe in it. Ashen Campbell, hey, coming from Jamaica. Thank you so much. We're sleeping 100 artists. there it is right there. Thank you so much, guys. I'm losing some good comments here. You guys are so interactive. Love from Fullerton, California. Purple Racing. Good seeing you, sir. Neighbor, good seeing you. What can Odyssey Auto Box handle power-wise? Not much. Once you get past 350, that thing starts breaking. <laughs> it's just not meant for that. And I knew that ahead of time. That's why I switched over to an Acura TL Type That's one in mine. You're the man, says Charlie Kobe. Thank you so much, sir, for the kind words. I really, really appreciate that. What's the story with the Lexus behind you? We're well, Mo Lester III. This is a car that was sent to us by... Lexus USA. And you know what? We get a lot of that. We get cars that are sent to us to evaluate. And I really, Lexus is doing a good job to try and push me towards their brand. So don't be surprised if you end up seeing something crazy. But I got this as my chariot for the week to drive around. That's my daily. And in normal BC fashion, I'm going to do a review on it. So it's pretty cool and pretty decent too. Not bad at all. Very nice, luxurious hybrid. I like it a lot, you know? How have you acquired so much knowledge of working of a car experience? Yes, Hamlet Austin initially was reading, talking to people who are extremely reputable, like John Conciati, the founder of AEM, or I would say someone like Tim, um, who was the previous CEO of Haltech, and just some great people all around, or Ralph Gilles from FCA. But a lot of that is my own experience. Um, The reason why I know so much about how things go wrong, because I've done it all. I've broken things. I've blown engines. I've burned things down. I've thrown rods. I've melted pistons. I've blown gaskets. I've cracked heads. I've done it all, you know? So that's the reason why, you know? How do you post-tune intake manifold runners? A.J. Thompson, I'm going to give you the condensed version because it's a very long process. Literally, the dyno. You change lens, and you document the dyno. You change lengths, and, gonna, and many times it require you to change your fueling to optimize each runner length. And before you know it, you will find a very nice algorithm that pays attention to, especially the second harmonic. That's the most powerful one. You have the second, third, fourth, first harmonic. Is that even possible? Maybe in theory, but a second is the second pulse harmonic is the most powerful one. It's the one that I tend to use whenever I can, unless I have restrictions in my engine bay. Then I go to the second. I mean, the third pulse harmonic. So what I did years ago, and it was very expensive for me to do, is I literally got my little D15, and I changed lengths, believe it or not, half an inch at a time, and documented my power changes, and I found a sweet spot. And then when I changed camshafts, I did it again, and I changed engine displacement, I did it again, and very soon I have an algorithm which is like the Bible to me. So whenever I have an engine based upon the RPM capability of the engine, I can therefore determine what ideal intake length is, to capture anywhere from 84 to 104 percent of that peak power, anything above that power and below it, the intake manifold resonance works against it. <coughs> what are your thoughts on GM single mesh and the Honda manuals? What trends are you recommend? So Island have built until Piro comes out with one, which I've been bugging those guys like East to do something. Um, the single mesh is really good, especially guys who have some grinding. So what I've noticed is that when people have a little grinding with, with the synchros, they put GM single mesh and it goes away. Apart from that, I recommend factory Fill. Factory editor Guy, hello BC, long time no see. Sorry that I haven't been on. I want to buy a car under five grand. Good reliable platform building in the future. What do you recommend, ever expanding to Burbank? Um, you never know, I may come to Burbank editor guy, but under 5,000, it depends. If you want something that's reliable and you can build in the future, that's on the sport compact side, I would say, I've been saying this a lot, is a combination between an Acura RSX and you guys may think I'm crazy with this the second gen CRV manual sleeper car sleeper you have this thing that carries a lot is all-wheel drive a K series engine and manual sleeper the RSX offers so much support whether you're doing something canyon carving or daily driving or even drag strip there's so much aftermarket support for that so that's something very reliable as well On the European side, you may think I'm bananas, but I live it, the Boxster. You can get a proper, well-maintained Boxster for less than $5,000. And it's your first entry to the Porsche foray. And those flat six engines are pretty reliable. And if it gets past 40,000 miles and hasn't done an IMS issue, not a challenge. And the upgrades are very cost effective. So those are the two options I have for you, sir. Hope that helps. Honest is asking. Have, even you mentioned a B series already old, which it is. If you have, your will build a B series, B twenty VTEC or LS VTEC. Definitely for the displacement, B twenty VTEC by all means. The displacement is key. We've had B twenty VTECs come here, naturally aspirated, making it north of two hundred twenty horsepower. So it can be done. Just and these are like just street cars, you know, nothing crazy, no crazy drag cars, you know. Garrett Turbo Precision Turbo. <clears throat> I like Garrett's OEM affiliations. But precision, those guys are pretty out of control. Precision, they really push the envelopes, and there's no, there's little wonder that more record-breaking cars, on and off the track, run precision turbos. So that being said, powered by Hondas. If I had a choice between the two, and the fact that Precision is even open to doing custom stuff for you, for your build, if you need it, Garrett won't, but Precision will. Precision is the way to go. AM a FuelTech for high horsepower, thousand horsepower drag car. Also, do you tune to FuelTech at all? Yes. On both, I like both, but AJ, A.J. Thompson, I still prefer the AEM. Once again, FuelTech has a pretty cool thing where it's a dash and EC1, but the AEM offers me a lot more flexibility, a lot more fail-safes, and they're local to me right here. <laughs> so if I have any questions, they're there for me tech-wise, and the processing speed, I keep talking about that. Why is processing speed important? Maybe that's my problem that I haven't addressed it. Processing speed is important. It has 400 MIPS, 400 million bits per second that you can process through the aem because if you are racing your car in boost a thousand horsepower you said right and something happens your fuel line breaks you have um a, all of a sudden lean spot something happens you need a processor that can immediately add fuel shut things down and make, keep your engine safe so you don't expire it the aem does that it's very 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 fast the phone and mips is nothing to laugh about ever thought about tuning fiat or alpha Slick Drift, yes, thanks to Ra- Ralph Gilles from FCA. He's the head of global design there at Chrysler. I may end up doing something, but if I do, it'll definitely be old school. Where's the wagon, says Levitar Wagovan. Okay, forgive me here on, on YouTube. Forgive me here for those of you listening on the podcast. But I'm going to show you right here. Oh, way up there. Uh, do you see it with the blue hood open? That's it right there. So the wagon is right there as a sleeping giant, <laughs> it's right there chilling, it's pretty cool, uh, oh, so many great, just read the article on top gear, congratulations, Ramarino, Ramino, Gabriel, I haven't even seen the article, that's so sad, you know, oh, man, super, do you recommend, recommend I'm sorry, what do you run, uh, no, I recommend Purell, that's why I run, you see the little banner right there, point to it, forgive me, those are you on YouTube, you can see it, because when compared compare to all you just mentioned, pyrrol does a great job in having amazing shear stability, meaning that whether I'm running methanol, ethanol, or even E10, it doesn't break down as easily. Compared to all you mentioned, it gives you much lower oil temps, which is amazing. And guess what? The lubricity is very, very superb. Now, even though that first oil that you mentioned was the first in synthetics, so much has changed in the past 25 years. And believe it or not, all the commercially available oils right that exist right now—they're really putting rubbish out there. The Pure All stuff is so amazing. That's why people see 6, 7, 10, in my case, 12 wheel horsepower gains in switching over. And then the zinc. The zinc protection is much more superior than what you mentioned. 1,700 plus ppm of zinc, and it doesn't disassociate very easily from the base compound, so you don't have any contamination of the catalytic converters, you may see. Plus, Super Bowl, if you know this, even with this whole corona stuff going on, they're offering sponsorships. So here on Instagram, hit up Pure All USA, Tell them BC sent you about a sponsorship, and they'll hook you up. By all means, take full advantage of that. I sell it, too, and I, I lose money when sponsorships are done, but guess what? The more people I can help, the better. That's why I'm here. Aloha, Winter LA Master. Good seeing you. Drew says he loves the sex. I'm telling you, that's the way to go. Hello, Billet. Good seeing you, indeed. What's the most powerful powerful to uh, rate car you've built? Power to weight. I would say it's the blue Porsche in terms of sheer horsepower. But in torque, the EV Porsche. Why are you playing real Porsche star? I don't know what that means, 250 Natra. Interesting question. Which version of the K24 head on your EF wagon? That is the one that exists in the K24 Z7. So the 9th gen Civic Si. That's the head I'm using, you know? I have a 6th Gen Accord H23. What can, oh, I missed out, I'm sorry. What can I do with that? Drew, BUC, you have so much opportunities you can do with the H23, it has a lot of potential. But the most bang for buck that I've seen my customers is turbocharging, the most, and it's absolutely amazing. You can do a low boost with a factory engine and when it comes time that you want more because you always will, you can build the engine there's a ton of aftermarket support. If you need pistons and rods, we can help you with that. You know? What's the email address for sending internships? Ask Santa Payne. I mean, calling in Santa Monica. Any friends of yours would be recommend if it's too far for you? So Santa Payne, lab, L-A-B at bcmoto.com. So lab at bcmoto.com. By all means, send it to you and if you have what we takes, you can join our team as an intern and if we love you, we can absorb you. Let me see the CRX, says geck 6 Well, this is not my CRX, it's a customer CRX, but there's one right there. Silver, right next to the AM Boxster. Thanks for joining my car, spotting story It's My pleasure indeed. Winter LA Master. Quarantine, quarantine. Yep, Goyard, that's what we're doing here. Quarantine is allowing me to create a lot of cool products. So when we come out of this, you're gonna have a whole lot of Beast Motor stuff coming on, because I'm constantly inventing and creating stuff here. Which is amazing, you know. What's the plan with a three hundred E V-boot behind you? Ah, China MM V boot. Ha <laughs> ha, you're yeah, very good. That's what we used to call it back in Nigeria. So this V-boot is convertible. First, notoriously the top doesn't work. Or didn't. It's now gradually working. It's fully hydraulic. So we're about to repair that, take care of some exhaust on it as well, and then slam this thing, airbag it, you know? Dev is well, why my shirt is not out? Because it's my style, see that? I like wearing my shirts inside out. just a little different style that I do. It's my thing, you know? With La master? dude, Pure was the best investment I made in my personal projects. I love it too. I run in all my cars as well, you know? I think the Volvo needs some Pure All. 71 El Camino, you can buy from me or take advantage of the Pure All sponsorship. Hit them up here on Instagram. I don't care. I see 100, 100 or more of you here, almost 110. 110 of you, write to Pure All and they will sponsor you. It's crazy. What's my favorite car? Alex, oh, you came in late, didn't you? Well, right now my favorite car to drive is the K3V, which is the electric Porsche 935 that I built for SEMA 2019 in this SEMA booth of Toyo tires. Thoughts on a Porsche 944. I like the FR layout and rumor has that Porsche may be coming out with a replacement. That means the classic 944s are gonna go up in value. What I don't like about the 944s is the engines need, a, need a, have a lot to be desired. And some people tend to frown on them, but they're pretty cool cars. They can make great great sportsman cars, great track cars, great drift machines. And I look forward to the time when a customer will come to me to electrify a 944. I can look forward to that. That'd be so much fun, you know? Matthew says, I have a newly built 3.8, my 996. I'm burning oil and I believe the mechanic looks it isn't. If I'm constantly adding oil in my pipes, uh uh-oh, I'm adding oil and my pipes are black, no leaks anywhere, it has to be right. Well, Matthew, first, if your pipes are black, that could be just a rich mixture. If you're white smoking, then that definitely could be something weird going on with your oil system. If you're consuming oil, it could be one of two things. You're actually burning oil, which if you just built it, it needs to break in anyway. Hopefully you're using breaking oil. If you're not, we have some pure break oil you can help you with, and what the breaking oil does, it allows you to really have very elegant interaction between the, 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 the sleeves and the rings to allow for better seal. And by doing that, you can put that up there. You'll burn a little bit. If you broke your engine with synthetic, that's a bad no-no because it just wanted to break in properly. Second thing is if you're using an oil that has what is known as a high capability of evaporative function, which means some of the very popular oils out there tend to evaporate very easily, which is very bad. I don't have experience with Pure Oil. But to help you, first, doing breaking oils periods, you do tend to Consume a little bit so hopefully you're using breaking oil secondly if you do switch over synthetic switch over to something good like Purell that has a very low evapor- evaporative function platinum car group from france thank you so much for joining wow you guys are so wonderful you know um what do you think about the new cia corvette gm changed the game they took the looks and performance of an exotic and put it in the hands of the masses it's going to do extremely well you know do you, need an, uh, do you need AEM engine mining for EV conversions? Yes, you do. That's the best way to go. Absolutely. I love their stuff. Um, I hope to be able to build a van like yours in the future. I'll be more than happy to help you, Sieb. Thank you so much. The more vans, the better. You know, Purell doesn't offer the oil weight I use in my supercharged Gentoo Viper. What weight would you use considering you too? Currently, use 040 at elevation. So Texas Holyfield, I'm going to show you something here. You see right there, uh, I don't know if you can see it right there in front of the van, is a Gen 5 Viper. So here's the thing I'm not a big fan of oils that have a wide variety, meaning of viscosity, meaning it's 040, because how do they create that? They can take a zero weight oil, which is very thin, and they add viscosity modifiers to make it act like a 40 weight when it's very warm. Now, you know what those viscosity modifiers are? They're polymers. Yes, they're pretty much exotic plastics. And guess what's the first thing to break down and burn and coke in high temperatures, especially in elevation? Yes, the viscosity modifier. So what I would recommend for you in your area is to use a Purell 10W40 because a 10W40 is recommended where a 040 or 1040 is suggested. So that's why I use my Vipers, whether I'm at the track, whether I'm up elevation, where the case may be. And if you have a second-gen Viper, I actually may have something for you. Let me know, because I'll give you a smashing deal on this. I have coilovers for a second-gen Viper. And I'll give you a smashing deal. I have a whole set of these KWs, completely adjustable. I'll give you a smashing deal if you want it. Let me know. All right. So, got ahead of myself here. To break in, we use non-detergent oil. Um, that's not enough. That takes too long to break in slacker girl racing. Um, by all means, use a Purell stuff. It breaks in for me on a dyno session and when I race, I don't have time to try and break in properly and you can't put 5,000 miles on a car. Um, just using regular non-detergent mineral oil is not, it's not the best. And you do kind of want to clean out the rubbish that's in your engine. Uh, and it's pretty cost effective too. So it's good insurance to use a high zinc purposely designed break in oil, you know. What's my favorite ECU brand? Says definitely Ghost. If you haven't imagined, is the AM Infinity. <laughs> Sorry, I'm late. Says Mighty Mouse. EK, I'm almost gone. Mighty Mouse, you're missing out. You know, I've never owned a Porsche. So for my first one, what should I get? Depends on your budget, Superboy. If you have a nice, nice budget, a GT3 RS will destroy you. You'll love it. If you have a very tight budget, you can get away with something very exciting as a Porsche Boxer, which is extremely balanced and the end car I love so much. I've owned like five, six of these things. i have like four here. Hmm? Used to be an all-electric 92 Integra. Remo, Doom, you're laughing, but I just may. You never know. Hello, Prados39. Hey, BC Motor from the UK. Your Porsche is sick. Thank you so much, GL3NTTV6. Good seeing you. And guys, you've been great. You really have been, you know. Um, <clears throat> Slacker Girl Racing says that we have there for daily doing this, pending a break-in, we change the oil after 50 miles. I'm telling you once again, it's not just the fact that you change it often, it's not just the fact that it's non-detergent, you need to clean your engines properly. And one thing that the PRL does was well that it takes all the rubbish out, the lint, the metal shavings you didn't get, all that stuff, and it puts it right in the filter system, and allows you to clean it up very nicely. And it has your I get 1% leak down on my engines when I use it. So it's purposely designed for it. And if you want to save a buck, like I said, and do the right thing, like a Girl Racing, write to them here on Instagram. I'm sure they will be more than happy to help you out. Why not? Better is always better, eh? Are you going to do an all wheel drive, the Odyssey I just made? I'm actually waiting for and Honda to give me the green light on that. You never know. But guys, get a green light, I must depart. It's almost an hour now. I appreciate you guys joining me. It'll be up here on Instagram for 24 hours. Then I'll put it on YouTube for you guys. And you see what I'm recording right here? That is my opportunity via Anchor to put it on podcast. So Spotify, uh, Radio Public, Anchor, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you name it, Podbean, I am there. Just search for BC Moto, and that's it. Well, guys, stay safe. By all means, I'm going to have a review on this. Join me on YouTube. Subscribe that button. Press that subscribe notification, B-I-S-I-M-O-T-O. Talk to you soon. Take care, everyone. Stay safe. Cheers. Bye-bye.